Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your Slut Next Door. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. Today, it's a solo episode all about role-playing, sexual role-playing. I'll be talking about why people role-play, tips for role-playing, and how to bring it up to your partner, and also where to find role-players online if you are a single person. I want to give a special thank you to my Patreon producers, Robert, Nick, Hale, Murder Cube, BR, and Brent. Your support is so appreciated. Do you want to support your favorite slot next door? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. One of the benefits of becoming a Patreon is hearing the uncensored after hours bonus episode. And this week I'll be posting an audio about my personal favorite role play scenarios. So let's go ahead and get started with this episode. First episode of 2023. So weird to talk about that new year every year, like, you know, 2023 sounds so fucking weird. I feel like it was just 2002, like last year. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you for being patient if you were looking out for the slut next door the past couple weeks uh, between Christmas and I got a terrible head cold over Christmas. Like I was the sickest, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas day. It was terrible timing. I had a yucky head cold. My voice was like practically gone. Um, yeah, it was not a fun time, but I am better and I'm back and I'm ready to kick 2023's ass. So, Let's get started with um, the topic of sexual role playing. So, what is a sexual role play? Well, it's just simply an activity where two partners or more take on roles of different characters in an imaginary scenario during sex or even just like before sex. It's dressing up if you're in person and or pretending to be someone else. I also like to say it's a very uh, deep game of seduction. Um, I would argue that a lot of role playing is um, all seduction and foreplay almost. And the sex is just kind of the wrap up or, you know, the icing on the cake. I feel like the real meatiness is there in the actual role play. Um, You know, and another thing about role playing is it gives you this ability to play out your sexual fantasies that may never happen in real life because some of us have those, right? Things that you know will never, ever happen (laughs) in real life. Um, But they're fun to think about and they're fun to masturbate to. Well, you can bring them into role-playing and that's your way of kind of living that out. 
So, you know, if you're newer to role play or kind of, you know, you have a little bit of experience, but not much, you can't really read a book or article and just automatically be good at role playing. Role playing takes practice and experience, you know, um, it's not something that you can just pick up and automatically be good at it just because you read this article. There's a lot of articles out there. Um, I'm sure there's other podcasts, you know, that talk about role playing and that's going to help you, you know, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Um, but it, it's not, you know, a manual to role playing because it can be so drastically different with every person. Um, and it's an experience. So another thing is that you can role play, you know, completely different roles than your own self. Like you can become someone you'll never be, you can become someone totally different than you. And that can be super fun to take on and wear shoes of someone that you're just totally not like, let's say that you're a super shy person in real life. Um, not really demanding, um, very chill and low key. Wow. I feel like I'm uh, talking about myself here and then you can put on the metaphorical shoes of another person and be completely opposite. You can be a super assertive, you know, bitchy dom. And it feels so good to be someone that you're not. Maybe it's like your inner spirit animal, if you will. Like, I love to say that the, I don't want to call who I am as a sex worker, a character, because I know I've talked about that on the episode, on the podcast before is I just, I literally cannot be characters when I'm doing online sex work. Like, um, that's just too much to keep up with too much, uh, too much acting. So when you're interacting with me during phone sex or you're hearing an audio, I like to say that Miss Beatrix is my inner spirit animal. <laughs> and so me and Miss Beatrix are the same person, but we're not. Um, you know, and I know a lot of, a lot of, um, especially phone sex operators are completely different. So they, you know, take on, they may have several, um, characters that they use on platforms. I've seen that before. They use different pictures of, you know, uh, random models, you know, so they'll be like a therapist. They have a profile that's for a sexual therapist. And then they might have a profile that's like, you know, Susie, the submissive slut, you know, and so they take on these characters and they're, I mean, role-playing, there you go. But, um, but yeah, that's just not me. Um, Miss Beatrix is me. <laughs> um, not sure why I got on this tangent, but oh, I was saying that role playing, you can like play out your spirit animal, you know, and it feels really good because 
if you're like me, you have this inner sexual being that is like a caged animal and wants to come out all the time. And she can't come out during like real life shit, right? But she can come out uh, during sexual scenes or in the bedroom. Um, so yeah, uh, role playing, you can also role play as yourself, like a former version of yourself. Like maybe, um, you role play with a partner, uh, the first time you had sex. So they're that other partner or they're a whole new partner and you lost your virginity to someone new, you know? Um, and so that's really fun too, is to, you can totally play yourself as well. You don't have to be completely different, but, um, yeah. So why do people role play? Why is this such a thing? Well, these are my opinions for one. It is so fun. It takes me back personally to like being a kid and like playing pretend. Right. And that is so much fun. It's fun it's almost like Halloween, especially too, if you're in person and you get to dress up, it's like Halloween. You get to dress up as a character and then act like that character and have sex, <laughs> like sign me up. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. You're playing out, you know, fantasies and stories. Um, another reason why people do it is, and especially with couples, it creates a really unique connection. So if you, let's say, uh, partners, they have a really great role play um, experience. It probably will create this unique, memorable moment, you know, and make them feel even closer because they connected on this level that was new, but also like the foundation was of their, their love that they have had. But then there's this layer of, you know, a new kind of fresh connection through that role play that is just fascinating and brings them even closer and may have you walk away being like, Oh my God, I love you so much more after that. That was so amazing. Um, so that's another reason why people role play is to feel closer to someone and connect on very unique levels. Um, also for couples, it's a great way to spice things up when the bedroom is getting a little bland. Um, when you get in the routine of being in a relationship, you know, <laughs> you often resort to the ways that you know is going to get your partner off or get yourself off. And then you're just playing this game of repetition, right? You know, he climbs on me, he pumps a few times and then, you know, he comes. Uh, and then that happens for years. Uh, well, some couples need that extra spark. They want to spice things up. Um, so it's a great way to do that. Um, it's, you know, again, I mentioned this one already. It's like, especially if you have fun with it, it's like being a kid again and playing pretend. And that's always fun. I mean, do you remember when you were a kid 
maybe let me not assume but I know when I was a kid I used to always like pretend I was a doctor or pretend I was a teacher you know because as a kid it's fun to be those things well same thing as an adult you get to play pretend and have fun that way um it's also a way to explore those fantasies like I said that would never happen in real life um like I'll bring, I know I've brought this up on the podcast episode, but there are a lot of women that have rape fantasies. And so, you know, hopefully they never get raped in real life. Like no one ever hopes that, but you can role play that with a partner. I mean, that's fascinating that, you know, you can create this experience that really turns you on and it's not you know, scary. And it's not going to, hopefully it's not going to scar you, you know, if it's done the right way. Um, uh, let's say that you used to fantasize about your high school teacher or your college professor. Well, guess what? You can role play that, you know, uh, you're not going to go fuck your college professor. Um, some people do, but, um, you know, if you're not going to do that, uh, you can role play that with your partner and they can be the professor and then you get to work that out. Um, you know, it's another one is daddy daughter role play, mommy son. Those can be like deep rooted uh, kinks, if you will. And, you know, let's say that you're a man and you're like, I really love mommy son role play. I don't want to fuck my mom. Never, ever I'm not even attracted to her. It literally grosses me out. But there's something inside of you that that feels good to like it. Um, hello, you can role play and someone can be your mommy uh, in a sexual setting and a sexual role play. That's fascinating. It really is. Um, the other thing why people do uh, role play, sexual role play, is you get to share intimacy. You get to become closer to someone else's most secret desire and vice versa. Someone may get very intimate with your secret desires. And that's such a special, unique place is, you know, when you reveal something that is a secret desire, something you've you know, fantasized over for years, and then you get to share that with someone and someone is, you know, encouraging it and even making it come alive. That's such an intimate moment to share with someone. So that sexual role play. And I know that, you know, sexual role play is something that is, I mean, it's all in porn, right? So it's not something that is new, But I think for people, you may be a little shy or a little scared or really unsure how to proceed with sexual role playing. I think that's where most people would be, Uh, you know, because you can turn on porn and you can watch uh, brother sister porn. You can watch teacher student. I mean, it's endless, right? So. This is why I kind of came up with a list of tips. So this is for 
like I said, if you're scared to role play or unsure or nervous, or even if you have role played and you consistently, consistently role play, um, these are also going to be great to hear because we can always, you know, be better. Even, even me, I role play every day, pretty much, uh, when I'm working, when I get on the phone with people, um, you know, and so I, I myself, I'm always looking for ways to be better at that. So let's start with my tips here. Tips for role playing. The first tip I have is to plan ahead, um, get that consent, find limits and safe words. I put those all together because when you're interacting with someone else, um, you know, let's say that me and you met online. Okay. And we're like, Hey, let's role play. And we haven't even talked. That's not, that's a terrible idea because first of all, like, what are we going to role play about? You don't know what I like. You know, I don't know what you like. Um, so before you role play, you need to invest the time to get the biggest reward. So um, planning ahead involves, okay, well, what are we going to role play together? What would turn us both on? Or maybe you might be um, doing a role play just because it turns that person on or vice versa. And that's cool too. But, um, you know, setting up what you're going to do, setting up the story, And then I think this is most crucial is establishing with each other. Here's what really turns me on. Uh, X, Y, Z. That really turns me on, especially within this role play. Um, And I'll get to why that's important. But you need to have sort of like a map. Like, what is this person like? What don't they like? What is a hard limit? What is a soft limit? And if you never heard those words before, hard limit is, you know, you know exactly to a T, I never want this to happen. I never want anyone to do something or do this to me. It is a hard limit. Do not go there. Okay. And then a soft limit is like, hmm, it's... I think I might like it, but I don't have any experience there. Like maybe my limit could be pushed a little in this area. Um, I would not suggest a soft limit with a total like stranger, like a new partner, because I think it takes um, some trust building to be able to like hit those soft limits. Um, So anyways, role playing set up your boundaries. This is the playground I want to play in right here. You know, these are all the things that I like. And then all the things that I don't like are outside of this playground. Okay. And so both of you know what's in the playground and what, you know, what are going to be the fun things. And then of course, setting up a safe word. So when you get heavy in the role play, you know, things are heated, things are getting hot and something happens with one of you 
that isn't cool, you can, you can, you know, say your safe word and that means role play stops, you know, role play stops. Then you talk to each other as two human beings as your own self. Um, so yeah, plan ahead. It's like going on vacation or like going to a theme park. You're not just going to like hop into the theme theme park and just wander around. You're going to kind of plan, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to go there for lunch and then we're going to do this. You know, that's going to create a better day for you. Same thing with sexual role play. You know, what are we going to do? Um, where are we going to go? What's going to be the most fun? How are we going to end our day? How are we going to end our role play? So that's my number one tip. Um, next tip, plan the general scene out. And I say general because if you're like the, um, the dom, if you will, if, if you're playing, you know, a more dominant role for me personally, I like to keep the, some things private. Like I don't want to give everything away because I love the element of surprise, but in general, just plan a scene out. Like, okay, here's, here's how the story is going to go. Here's the general plot line. So that way both people know, um, you know, how it's going to flow because it, you know, if you don't set up your story, at least like a general kind of idea, I can, I can imagine like things would just kind of be a little chaotic and, you know, I might be trying to do something. I might be trying to go this way and you might be trying to go that way. Yeah. If you want a successful role play scene, just plan the general scene out. Um, so for example, to bring it, uh, real life, let's say I, uh, me and you, we'll just say me and you, the listener. Um, I want you to play my teacher and I'm going to play a student and that's going to be our role play. And what we're going to do is the general scene is, uh, you ask me to stay after school for detention. And then what's going to happen is you're going, you know, to punish me for what I did wrong and it's going to turn a little sexual and then we're going to have sex and it's going to end. Okay. So that, that's a general flow. Like we know what's going to happen, both of us. Now, another thing is as the person who, you know, because there's a power dynamic there and that's what makes the scene hot. In my opinion, you've got one person in power and one person not. And so when that kind of thing happens, you need to set up like boundaries. So me as a student, me as the one not in control, I would say, okay, so here's what I would love to happen. Like I love to be spanked. So, you know, can you spank me? That's part of my punishment. Um, you know, you might ask me, okay, well, what are some words you want me to call you? Like, you know, you dirty girl or, um, naughty whore, right? So you're like establishing, um, words that you're comfortable being called. And then, um, yeah. And then you communicate like, okay, so, um, don't use my asshole, but you can use all the other holes, you know, whatever it is. Um, but just kind of laying things out 
and giving the person in control all the tools that they need. And then you as the person in control need to be responsible with those things, you know, like, oh, they said, don't put it in their ass. So obviously I'm not even going to touch their asshole, you know, just for example. So, um, yeah, that was uh, tip number two, plan the general scene out. Next tip for sexual role play. No, and this is, this is my personal Miss B uh, tip. Know exactly what turns your partner on and continuously press that button and methodically. So what do I mean by that? Um, I'll give you a great example that actually just happened this morning. I have a gentleman that I've interacted with many times, um, business wise, and then just in the online community, uh, that we're in that I do business from, um, I've just, I've been around him a while, so I know exactly what he likes. Um, you know, I had gathered over some time and that's another thing. You're not going to know what makes someone tick in like one day. Uh, you could find some things, but when you start establishing a relationship with someone, you start understanding if you're paying attention, you start understanding what what things really make them tick. Um, so, you know, my point is, is that this gentleman I'm talking about, um, I know, I would argue, I know most of what makes him tick. What makes him tick is BBC. He loves interracial porn. Um, also small penis humiliation that makes him tick. Uh, what else makes him tick? Um, me being a goddess. And so this is also role-playing, right? So we're role-playing goddess and he is a beta bitch boy. Um, what else turns him on? Oh, I know that he has, um, a couple crushes in real life that he's pretty much obsessed with. And he loves to like, think about them sexually when he's by himself, you know? So I have all these buttons that I know, uh, drive him wild. They're his personal kinks. I know they make him weak and horny. So, you know, I know exactly how to press his buttons. And so if we role play, if I'm using all those tools, he is going to be putty in my hands. He's going to be a happy little bitch boy. So, it's in role playing. You have to know what, what turns your partner on. And there is a thing as pressing the button too much. Um, (laughs) I mean, can anything be too much in sex, but there is an art to it. Um, so obviously every time I see him online, I'm not pressing that button over and over and over. It's like when I really, really want to tease him or, I just want to feel powerful. So, you know, I have that like dominant um, itch to scratch. So I love to use him. Um, But yeah, that's if you want to have a successful role play, especially, especially if you are 
in the less control, I'm sorry, if you are in the control position, you have all the control in the power, power dynamic, um, you want to know those buttons big time, big, big time. Even if you are the submissive or the bottom in the, in the, uh, role play, you want to know your, your dominance or the person in control. You want to know their buttons too, because they have them as well. They have buttons that, you know, they love when, um, I don't know, like I'll use the guy I was just talking about. Um, he knows that I love being called goddess or he knows that I love being worshipped, you know, so he's going to press those buttons to make me happy as well. So it is a game of back and forth, but, um, I would argue knowing that button, if you're in the control position is, is very key to producing a, a lovely role play. Um, my next tip for sexual role play, become that role, especially if it's totally different from you, mentally become that person, like use the jargon. And what I mean by that, let's take mommy kink as an example. <clears throat> if you were going to role play that you um, are mommy and your partner is the son in the role play position, you as the mommy, have to take on that mommy role. Like your voice. Let's see if I can do it on the spot here. You need to talk like a mommy. And so mommies, when they're talking to, to little boys, they don't use really high vocabulary. You know, they're very, very soft. Um, you know, they're going to use things like sweetie, baby boy, you know, just very soft and maternal. Um, but you get the idea. Like, you have to become that role. Um, like with mommy kink, you do not call, uh, you know, if I'm role playing with a man, a mommy son thing, I'm not going to call his private area a cock. It's going to be a pee pee or a penis. Um, you know, whatever you want to use in that instance, because when a mom talks to a son, they're not saying, well, son, did you wash your cock? You know, like they're going to use playful words like pee pee or not playful, but immature words like that. And that's what will add to your role play is, uh, really taking on that role, even your language and in role play, your language is crucial. I mean, it's, I would argue everything in a role play. Um, you're using your words a lot uh, to make that role play believable and seducing. Um, <clears throat> more examples, if you're taking on a teacher role in a role play, you're going to be very assertive. You're going to be very, um, you know, depending on what kind of teacher you're doing, but let's say that you're playing a uh, like the one I mentioned earlier, you're giving a student punishments. So you're going to be a bitch, you know, or an asshole. You're going to, um, be super assertive. Um, you know, the jargon you would use student, um, uh, 
punishment, good, bad, talk about grades. You know, you're going to use the jargon of a teacher. Um, or let's say that you're a woman and you're uh, role playing with your husband or your boyfriend or whomever that you are the daughter in a role play and he's the daddy in a role play. Um, so as a daughter, you're going to be very innocent, you know, um, you're not going to be, well, you could be a bratty daughter, but, um, let's just say that the role play is, um, daddy is super, uh, loving, but dominant. And the daughter is just kind of being taken by daddy. Um, so she's going to play a little bit more submissive and coy and, and innocent, right? Or if you're doing a role play and you're in the daughter's bratty, you're going to be a damn brat. <laughs> you're going to talk back. Um, you're probably going to use some immature language. Um, so yeah, the jargon, I would argue is super super huge when role, when doing sexual role plays. My next role play tip, remember that it it's not professional theater, right? You're not a professional actor. Maybe you are. Don't let me assume. But most of us are not going to be professional actors. So if you happen to break character or you mess up or your mind just kind of goes blank, keep rolling. Or just stop and communicate with your partner and laugh about it. Be like, oh my God, I totally like blinked on what to say to you. Like, are you cool with like continuing or should we stop or whatever, you know, um, communicate. Um, but don't beat yourself up if you like trip up or I don't know, use the uh, wrong name or something in your role play story. Just keep rolling with it. My next tip is having equal effort on both sides of the role play. It would be a terrible role play and just not fair if one person is putting in 110% effort into the role play and the other person is giving 10%. I mean, that's not fair. Um, you know, it's the best role play scenarios are going to be when both people are reacting to each other with the same energy. Um, don't be a pillow princess. <laughs> Unless you're role-playing that, that could be a role-play. But, and what I mean by pillow princess, you know, if you're, if you're the, the more submissive role, uh, for example, in a role-play, don't just lay there and take it. Um, give the same energy back. And when I, I don't mean, you know, give the same dominant energy back, but, you know, um, react with some energy, uh, you know, use that language within your role play scene. That's going to also, you know, inspire your partner to keep going and to keep, um, you know, keep being in, in character. Because I would say if I was in a role play, um, scenario and someone wasn't giving me the equal effort and I was, I might stop. I might be like, okay, like this isn't worth it. <laughs> right. So 
um, equal effort, that's going to produce a high quality sexual role play scene. My next tip is, um, it might feel awkward. It probably will the first time you role play for sure. I want to say, especially if you're in a relationship, right? So you're super comfortable with each other. Your person knows you better than anyone. And then here you are trying to act like someone else. Um, it's going to feel awkward, but just keep trying, like push through it. Um, if it ends up being a totally traumatic experience in your head, because it's that awkward, step back and reevaluate, but, uh, push forward past that initial awkwardness, because if you and your partner are both putting in the equal effort and you both he, I mean, they may be feeling awkward as well, you know? And so another thing too, sometimes, sometimes it is so valuable. Like if you're nervous or feeling awkward to communicate that, like for me, it's so powerful. Like if I'm feeling anxious or nervous, um, if I just say, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous that already makes me feel better just to put it out there, just to let the person know I'm feeling nervous and then I can move past it. So maybe that happens in your role play. Like you just start getting going and you're like, Oh my God, babe, I'm so nervous. And they might like really console you and help you get past it. Uh, my next tip is pretty much, it's very relatable to the previous one roll with the punches. So especially if you guys are new to role playing, it's, it might be a little choppy, right? Because it's, it's new. And like I said in the beginning, role playing takes experience and practice. Um, you know, so at first you may not be, uh, really great at it. Just roll with it and anticipate that it won't be perfect even if you are experienced in role-playing. Not every role-play is going to be perfect because we're not perfect. Um, So anticipating the imperfections is going to make a better role-play scene because you won't be tripped up when it happens. Um, You know, and like, this is uh, another tip I have and it kind of like ties into the last two. If you mess up, laugh at yourself either vocally or internally, laugh at yourself for being so silly and just keep going. (laughs) You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And then after your role play, you can be like, oh my gosh, baby, wasn't that so funny when I messed up, you know, whatever. Um, It's not the end of the world because again, this isn't like a professional theater and people aren't watching, right? There's not a crowd watching in my head. I would love a crowd watching because <laughs> I'm an exhibitionist, but, but you know what I mean? There's not a uh, stadium full of people watching you do this scene. It's just you and your partner, especially if it's someone that you love, um, you know, that you're in a relationship with, that's your person, like no reason to be nervous around them. Um, and I'm going to preface this next tip. Only do this if you're doing like a lighter sexual role play, I do not suggest this. If you are doing, you know, a role play scene that is very heavy, 
and what I'll be talking about is this would be in person. If you have a role play that's going to involve some sadism, like some pain, spanking, um, you know, rough sex, this does not apply. But if you're just doing a lighter scene where you're just having fun and kind of playing out a role and having sex, try this. I mean, if, it, if you think it'll work. But the tip is have a drink or two. Smoke a joint if that's your thing. Relax. You know, if those things help you relax, do it. You know, um, I know a glass of wine makes me super loosey-goosey. <laughs> so, um yeah, if that's going to help you. Now, I'll say again, because I'm very, very serious about that, about this rather. Um, It really, really upsets me when people in the BDSM community have alcohol and smoke pot and then go and have like intense baking scenes. I would never want someone to give me an impact scene that isn't fully sober because what you're doing is, you know, if you're a little inebriated, you're not going to have, you know, your usual mindset where you know exactly what you're doing. Um, you might like lose control a bit or hit too hard. So definitely want to preface with that. Please kink responsibly. Okay. That's my one little soapbox. Um, my next tip I would say is a super important tip. I'm stealing this phrase from someone, um, that is in my VIP channel, uh, use arousal triggers. And so I'm big on triggers myself, uh, doing audios and phone. Um, and when I say triggers in this instance, they're not um, triggers that, um, trigger you negative, negatively. These are triggers that trigger you in the total opposite way. Triggers that make your genitals throb. Triggers that make your brain do like, you know, subersaults, whatever. Um, and so for example, Arousal triggers, let's say for a sissy, um, a man that likes to act like a feminine role. So for sissies, those arousal triggers will obviously be sissy, um, good girl, panties, sissy pussy, clitty. Okay, all these are triggers for sissies typically. Um, if you're role-playing with a sissy, you want to use those words because they're going to love it. Um, more arousal triggers to give you some examples. Um, let's take a submissive, you know, a dominant submissive role-play. And I'm talking like pure BDSM sub, uh, dom sub role-play. Arousal triggers in that scenario. Yes, sir. Good girl. Um, punish. Slut. Um, spank. 
uh, can't think of any others at the moment, but you get what I'm saying. They're words that when you like, when you're in that fetish, they are like pressing a button on your genitals that make them feel really, really good. So when you're role playing, lean into those very hard. (laughs) I said hard, but (laughs) sorry. I, if you don't know me already, I have the mind of a teenager, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, use arousal triggers because your partner is just going to react very positively from that. And isn't that what we all want? We want our partners to react uh, in a positive way when we're doing sexy things to them. Uh, next tip, be fluid and flexible. So as my first tip, I said, you know, plan out the scene, all that good stuff. Um Sometimes things may naturally go a different way. So if that happens, don't, don't be a party pooper and be like, no, 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 we didn't. Like if it's still within the limits of what was set up, just be flexible and go with it. Your role play partner might do or say things that like surprise you. And you have to react on that. And so being fluid and flexible is going to help you react, um, you know, in the best way for that role play scene. Um, So, yeah, I would also say, because I haven't really touched on that, you have to be like mentally with it when you're doing a sexual, sexual role play, especially if you're playing someone that's not yourself at all. You have to kind of like anticipate like, okay, so how would this person react? Um, and then you're thinking, how would this person react? And um, how can I react in a way that's going to turn my partner on? So there is a lot of like mental, mental shit going on, you know? Um, again, going back to that effort too, you know, if you're not going to put the effort into it because it is so mental, you shouldn't be role playing because you're going to be a terrible role play partner. Uh, next tip and I kind of touched on this already, establish a power dynamic and lean into that. Um, A lot of role play scenes have a power dynamic, someone that um, has more control than the other person. And that's what makes a hot, right? And so um, really lean into that. If you're being the more dominant role in the role play, be fucking dominant with it, you know? Um, if you're having to play the one that's not dominant, lean into that. Um, it goes back to becoming that person. And that's what will produce a good scene is when it's believable. You know, like your partner's like, oh, wow, that's that's interesting because my girlfriend would never act like that, but here she is in a role play acting different. You know, they're going to, that's going to be exciting. That's the, that's the exciting thing about it. And my last tip, um, you should probably discuss afterwards. Not probably you should, uh, discuss afterwards. And that also is a great chance to have a little aftercare, uh, time, cuddle, you know, have a snack, whatever. And just discuss, like, talk about what parts turn you on, what parts didn't work, 
Um, you know, maybe you talk about if it went really well, you talk about what we can do next. What's the next scene? But I think what the most important thing is, is that you tell your role play partner, Hey, I got to tell you, it was so fucking hot when you did X, Y, Z, because that, you know, if you guys play again, they're going to do that. They're going to say, it's going to make them feel good and they're going to want to feel good more. So, you know, everyone wants more. <laughs> so, you know, very much like talk about what really worked, what worked for you, what turned you on, and then discuss things that you didn't like. Like if, um, for example, like you might say, you know, when we did um, the scene where blah, 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 well, you know, it was hot, but it really didn't do anything for me in the role play. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Um, especially if you, if this is a partner you're going to play with again, you want to talk about the areas that you can improve in or areas that you don't want next time. So those are my tips for a successful, uh, online or not online. Sorry. Those are my tips for a sexual role play scene, a good one. Um, and so I'm going to wrap this episode up with talking about how to bring up sexual role play scenes with a partner, especially for the first time. And then also how to role play as a single person, like where to do that. So let's say that you're in a relationship and you know, this can be a new one. This can be a long term relationship you've been in for a while. Um, this phrase I'm about to say, if you have a loving partner and a good relationship, I don't see how your partner should act any other way, but to want to talk about this more. Okay, so if you went to your partner, and and let me preface too, you're curious about doing a role play with your partner. You don't have to go up to them and be like, hey, babe, I want to do a sexual role play. I mean, you can if you have that sort of relationship, but if you don't, and I know what it's like to be in a relationship where you don't have that kind of relationship, um, you can say this. I've always thought it would be so hot if blank. All right. So what you're doing is you're telling your partner, there's something that I've thought about. You know, I've thought about this thing and I think it's hot. It turns me on. They're probably going to be like, oh, wow. Like, tell me more about that or whatever. And that creates a perfect scene for discussing role play. So to give you an example, let's just say that I have a secret desire for a doctor to, to like have a doctor seduce me. Okay. And you know, I'm a, I'm a patient, I'm in a doctor's office and I've always fantasized about, about a doctor seducing me. Um, 
let's 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 call it a gynecologist since I'm a woman. <laughs> what what a fun fantasy. Anyways, um, so and now I'm in a relationship, and I say just out of nowhere, you know what, babe? I've always thought it would be so hot if my gynecologist like started rubbing my clit while they were giving me like my exam. Oh my God. What do you think about that? Isn't that so naughty? And then, you know, he responds, let's say he responds, uh, that's pretty weird. Okay. Well, I would say, say, okay, honey, I'm not saying that I want that to really happen in real life. It's just something like my brain is fantasized about. Okay. And so let's say that he reacts positively. Um, and he's like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty hot. And then you can say, what do you say that one night, you know, I lay in the bed and I, you know, maybe we put some, a stack of pillows up and I put my legs up and those can be the pretend stirrups. And then you can role play as my doctor come on. Like if you're part, if you're in a healthy relationship, your partner's going to be like, fuck yes, I'll be your fucking doctor. (laughs) Right. And so, um, yeah, give me a breast exam. (laughs) It's just like interesting because I, (laughs) side note, a personal side note, this role play is sounding kind of hot at this moment, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so it's just a conversation, that you may have, you know, um, and I do understand that maybe you might have some taboo fantasies and then it's not that easy to bring it up. I totally get that. Um, you know, I would, I would not suggest you just dive right into there if you think your partner is going to react negatively, but you know, something simple like that, um, there should be no harm in that. Right. I mean, you're just saying, uh, hey, listen to how my mind went in a totally naughty place. <laughs> like, what do you think about that? So yeah, and um, another thing I wanted to say, if you're in a relationship and you want to get into role playing an idea for you, um, you know, you guys talk about a role play and you're like, oh, that sounds really hot, you know, and, but you're still like, you're a little nervous Maybe try like sexting with your partner at first. And that could be such a fun thing for you guys, because especially if you're in a relationship for a long time, like the excitement has gone away. You no longer have that new relationship energy. Um, You know, when you're texting, you're texting about uh, dinner plans and boring shit, you know, um, So this creates a whole nother dynamic, an exciting one where you and your partner are turning each other on, like maybe at work. And so you, you just say like, let's take the doctor and patient thing. Um, you know, you're like, okay, well let's try it out first. Let's, let's, um, today at work, let's text back and forth whenever we can. And, um, actually the doctor patient doesn't work well for that. Um, Let's say they're hmm, uh, trying to think of a good example. Um, okay, mommy son. Let's just take mommy son role play. 
Um, and you're like, okay, so the first thing we'll try is we'll do it in text. So I'll text you throughout the day and I'll ask you how your day at school was, you know, but you're at work and then you'll text me back and talk to me like I'm mommy. Okay. That is a great way to dip your toes in the water. And it's also a great way to get over the nerves that you might have. And also kind of like figure out like you're almost like trying that role play on without being in front of your partner and and dealing with the nerves of it right because it's so much easier to text a role play especially if you're a naturally shy person texting is going to feel a lot more comfortable and you know and then you can use that when you see each other later like just talk about it like um you know, they can say, oh my God, when you were texting me about this, I got so turned on. And so that's when, that's your clue. Like, okay, I'm going to store that away for when we role play again, because he responded well to that. Um, and then it's just going to give you even more confidence to get into that role play in, in real life. So those are my tips for partners. Um, if you're a single person, you know, you don't have a partner to role play with, you know, that you live with or whatever. Find online communities within your fetishes. So there's usually in these online communities places to request DMs. And even some communities have like specific, like find a role play partner here. Um, so that's a great way to find a role play partner and uh, like I was saying in the beginning, even though they're online and even though they are a stranger and you may never talk to, to talk to them again, still get to know them first. Um, take your time. Don't get too excited. Like, let's say you get online and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to find a role play partner. I'm so turned on right now. That's terrible. Go watch some porn and jerk off, then come back when you have a more clear head and uh, then find it because you're going to want to set up the scene and, you know, get to know that person. And then once you guys get to know each other, I would even go as far to say, like, make friends with them first. Um, if you really, really want a good scenario or even if you're looking for like a longer term role play partner. Um, and then after all those things are set, then transition to the role playing. Um, if you still cannot find one and, you know, in various online communities, um, I got this idea from Victor from the porn dude. He was telling me about porn games. Porn games would be a great way for you to experience a role play like scenario because you are taking on another role in this game. So that's an idea for you. Um, you know, it's a way to be someone else and explore your fetish or fetishes. And lastly, if you still, you know, have that inkling on, there are so many online sex workers that offer sexting um, sexting role play sessions or even over the phone. So that's an option as well. Um, you know, if you really want a good, well, let me not assume that all the girls 
and guys are great because they're sex workers. But if you know they're a good content creator, you're going to have a great role play session. So that's that. That is my episode about online role play. I hope you learned something and I hope you feel invigorated to get out there and be weird and be fucking horny and have all kinds of fun. (laughs) So thank you for listening to my episode on sexual role playing. Are you enjoying the slut next door? I want you to come join my discord server. And let me just note that in my current discord server, um, I had to make a new one because, uh, I, so what happened is my first and original discord account sadly got disabled. It was so saddening because I had so many contacts on there. And so that account owned my discord server. And so now I have a new account and I couldn't do any adminning kind of things in my discord server. So what I did is I made a new discord, um, duplicate server that my second account owns. So if you want to interact with me, get to know me, get to know others. I also have discussions and eat like for each episode, you should come join my discord server. Um, I don't have a, actually, I don't have a specific discord, uh, link yet, but I do have it, uh, online, like on my Twitter and such. So, um, but yeah, you should come join my discord server. I love talking to you guys as well. So always feel free to message me. I like to hear what you're liking. I like to hear what you want to hear more of. Um, love the interaction. Um, also follow me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. All right. Talk soon. Happy 2023. Bye.